The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, such a beautiful gospel. Great reminder for us. Uh, the question is, who is my neighbor? You know, you think of Mr. Rogers. Everyone's my neighbor. Or, Do you want to be my neighbor? But the, the scholar, you know, he, he plays a dangerous game. He tries to, tries to get the best of Jesus. And that's just never wise. That's never, never a good idea to try to think that we know more than God. Um, that's a, very, that's a very prideful place to be, to think that we've got it all figured out. So the parable, you know, he explains it, lays it out, and, and Jesus isn't necessarily condemning the priest and the Levite, um, but he's making a distinction for them. See, the priest and the Levite, they're so rigid that they're following the customary laws uh, about cleanliness and about making sure that they don't, you know, uh, affect their ability to go and serve in the temple, whatever they're, they're off to do. So they're not wrong according to the culture. But Jesus is trying to push them, or they're not the culture, uh, kind of the culture. Jesus is trying to push them beyond that. He's saying, I want you to look beyond this law like, of the land. I want you to think of like, the law that is of the Lord. And so the answer, he says, is those, the one who treated him with mercy, right? So I should treat all of my neighbors with mercy, with kindness, with justice, with love. And my neighbor is actually the ones I don't even know. The fact that he uses the Samaritan uh, is important because it's a reminder that, you know, even the Gentiles, even those are, who are considered away from the Lord um, or unclean in the Jewish eyes are, are called to, to love and serve but this time, I think it's an interesting concept to take a moment and just reflect on the innkeeper. Here's a guy just doing his job. He's got his in. He's taking care. This random Samaritan, if whether he knows that or not, comes in with this 
apparently almost dead person says, here's some money, take care of him. If you spend more, I'll, come, I'll pay you back. Bro, I don't know who you are. I don't know who this dude is. I'm not sure where you're coming from or what he's into. But sure, I'll do it, yeah. Like, how much of a neighbor was that innkeeper who had to go off of pure faith and blind trust to say, okay. Like, did he, did he play it safe and like, well, he's never coming back. This dude's almost dead. I'll just keep this money for myself. Or did he say, well, I, I got to take care of this guy. And, you know, I might spend five instead of two. I might get paid back. I might not. But it's what's right. I, I think the innkeeper doesn't get enough credit in this story. So, yeah, we look at it in a concept of how do I understand my neighbor? Okay, it's, it's anyone. What's, what am I tasked to do? Offer them mercy. But mercy doesn't discount the need for justice either. So um, we don't allow ourselves to become doormats and to be walked over and to be taken advantage of. And yet, mercy is the first thing. It's good for us to think, let's not be in a place of pride like, I know more than you, Lord, or I know all the rules, right? So I'll follow like the, the stipulations. No, I know what the rules are. I know what the expectations are. And yet, I'm being called to go beyond. I'm called to be stretched. I'm called to offer mercy to that one I don't want to offer mercy to, or that one that scares me, or the one that makes me uncomfortable. That's what I'm called to give mercy to. And maybe I'm the innkeeper. Maybe I'm the one who someone's presented to me, and it's like, okay, I know what the right thing is, and so I'm going to do it regardless of the repayment. I'm going to do it regardless of who they are, the situation, because it's right. And I know it's right because, at least for us, we have the faith of the church backing us up. We have the magisterium and the teaching body. We have the apostolic tradition. We have scripture. We have all of this. And so we have even less excuse to say, oh, I didn't know. In fact, we, we actually have more pressure, I would argue, to do what is right, to offer mercy, to care for everyone, but to do it with justice. So may we have our eyes opened to maybe more clearly identify our neighbor, and may we have our hearts softened to more easily receive them and care for them from that place of mercy.